0: Welcome back to the Point Bite podcast. My name is Sharif Ali. In this season, we are discussing very common claims about Bitcoin. This is actually episode number two. If you did not hear the first episode, I would recommend going back and starting there. In that episode, I discuss my point of view on Bitcoin, my biases and the conditions for reversing my opinion. In this episode, we will be examining the claim that Bitcoin is money. Is it money today? Will it continue to be money tomorrow? Please stay tuned to find out. We are jumping right into the most important and controversial topic in the cryptocurrency universe and that is the topic of money is bitcoin money what's interesting to me here is when bitcoin was new you know people gave away what they were trying to do in the actual description of the technology you know people call it cryptocurrencies so obviously you don't call something a currency unless you want people to think of it as money But what's become more obvious and interesting and slightly confusing is that in the last few years, although people still call Bitcoin money, they don't treat it like money. People don't really speculate on US dollars in the same way that they speculate on Bitcoin. Yes, it's true people do trade in the Forex market, but this feels different to me. People don't talk about investing in dollars. They might talk about investing in cash equivalent assets like treasuries or other types of bonds uh, typically offered by the federal government but not necessarily dollars, the currency itself. Bitcoin is very different. People talk about Bitcoin as an investment vehicle, as an asset class where you should expect a return on your investment and that's a little bit of a deviation from the original uh, intent and I want to spend a little bit of time talking about that because I believe it is a subtle acknowledgement that Bitcoin has failed as money and, and because it really is not being used as money at all. And it is only exclusively used as investment. So really what's happening here is people created this technology. They were looking for their product market fit. And when they first launched this technology seeking to find this currency market and it failed, at least as of today, we know that Bitcoin is not primarily used to exchange for goods and services. So the community looked for a pivot. They pivoted towards investment. They said, well, hey, wait a minute. I've got limited supply and increasing demand. That's causing the price to go up. Maybe we shouldn't be really thinking about Bitcoin as money. It's more of a, an investment. Instead of comparing Bitcoin to dollars, let's compare it to stocks and bonds and digital gold. So that's an interesting acknowledgement of a failure. And I just want to point that out and make sure that people are aware of this shift because I've certainly noticed it and seen it over the years. Um, Money and investments are two different things. And are we money or are we investments? Let's pick one and let's defend it. And let's not be shifty or devious or take one position when I believe it helps me win an argument with person A and take a different position when I believe it helps me win an argument with person B. You can't do that. We can't play both sides of the same coin. We got to pick one. And what's even more interesting beyond just that shift between Bitcoin as money and Bitcoin as investment, people now are almost describing it as a replacement for the entire financial system. So it's not just money it's not just an investment it's a bank it's internet 2.0 and i just think it's important to mention that because it really feels like people are grasping at straws you know they've already committed to this technology and now we just need to find anything that sticks that will convince people that it's useful and that my time has not been wasted so now that we have that little rant out of the way There is a formal definition of money. Uh, I'm sure most people have just looked it up on Wikipedia, so it really isn't something I want to spend a tremendous amount of time talking about. But I will walk through the three primary criteria. The first is a medium of exchange, which just means it is something I can trade for other goods and services. The second is a unit of account. So for example, if I would like to describe or measure the value of a good or service in units of money, how would that work? For example, how many Bitcoin would it cost to buy a house? And the third is a store value, which essentially means if I exchange something for money, I need confidence that the money will preserve its value over time so that in the future I can exchange it again uh, for something of equivalent value from someone else. We can spend some time discussing how Bitcoin meets that criteria and if it meets it in a way that is superior or inferior to the forms of money it is looking to replace. But it isn't the most important discussion topic because the reality is there are many, many different things that can and have been used as money over the years. And there isn't really any special inherent property in dollars or gold or you know, sticks or anything, rocks that have been used as a medium of exchange or a unit of account or a store of value, because I I don't think anyone would argue whether or not Bitcoin could, in theory, satisfy all three of those criteria. Of course it could. Anything can be money, but what makes something money is whether it is used as money. That's really what matters. There is no reason why Bitcoin could not be used as a medium of exchange. We do have the infrastructure, the network, the apps, the internet connectivity. It is possible, and many people have already proven that it is practical for people, ordinary consumers, to engage in commerce using Bitcoin. It is something that can be done. I don't think the question is whether or not, when it comes to a medium of exchange, whether or not it can be done. It is a question of whether it is being done. It is a question of whether or not it is significantly better than what it is replacing. Remember the criteria for reversing my opinion. We can't simply be moderately better. We can't simply say, well, I have this app and I can pay using one click instead of two, therefore it's twice as good. If I want to go and buy something with dollars, it's very straightforward in most of the developed world to go and use my credit card and tap it onto the RF reader or place it inside the reader. In some countries you have to enter a pin, in some countries you don't. In any case, it's a pretty straightforward and simple process. And there isn't really anything that Bitcoin offers in this space that is significantly better. And the same is true when it comes to a unit of account. Yes, absolutely. You can divide Bitcoin by an extremely large number, but is that really an advantage? Technically, you have more decimal places. That's interesting, I guess, but it's also more confusing for consumers. And the reality is that most countries these days are eliminating pennies anyway. Uh, So pennies are not necessarily an advantage in getting down to the 1 millionth or 100 millionth or whatever Satoshi unit in your Bitcoin also is not really a significant advantage. In many cases, I might even consider it to be a disadvantage. So is it possible to use Bitcoin as a unit of account? Sure. Is it better? I think it's hard to make the argument that it's better. So where does that leave us? You know, we've eliminated medium of of exchange as being a source of a significant improvement. We've eliminated unit of account as being a source of significant improvement. The only thing that's left is store value. And if you follow this debate today, this is where the Bitcoin advocates really are making their last stand because they know if they lose the store of value argument, they've lost the Bitcoin is money argument. Now, they're still going to make the Bitcoin is investment argument. They're still going to make the Bitcoin is a replacement for the bank argument. But those are topics for a future debate. Uh, The topic of this podcast is whether or not Bitcoin is money. So in the context of money, does Bitcoin store value? It absolutely does. Nobody can make the argument or the claim that Bitcoin has not successfully stored value over the last 10 years. The question is whether or not the way it which it stores value makes it conducive to being a good form of money. Clearly, Bitcoin's value is incredibly volatile. It might be up 10 or 20% in a day and down 10 and 20% the next day. And if I am a merchant and I am trying to price my goods, how can I price my goods in a currency that is that volatile? Even if I do find a way to price my goods and services and collect those Bitcoins, how can I be confident that in a few weeks or a few months from now, when I need to resupply, that money will still hold its value? Whatever we choose to use as money simply cannot be that volatile or it will create all kinds of confusion and mistrust and economic loss. So it's clear today that Bitcoin in theory could fit all three of those criteria to be called money. It's also clear that it is not a significant improvement. And in some cases, it's significantly worse than US dollars. And for those reasons, although it could be used as money, it's not. And there isn't any reasonable argument or any reasonable reason to believe that will change at some point in the future. One of the most common Arguments that I hear is well, we just need more market cap if we had more market cap We would have less volatility and if we had less volatility Then we've cracked the code and we've suddenly turned Bitcoin into a successful form of money The problem is you can't just conjure market cap into existence You can't get market cap simply because you want market cap. It needs to be based on some fundamental underlying value first and what is the fundamental underlying value of Bitcoin it's not the function it's not the technology we've walked through bitcoin as a currency and clearly it is not superior to dollars it has failed in its quest to become money i might be a shareholder in a company with a 10 billion dollar market cap clearly i would prefer if it had a 100 billion dollar market cap that's not enough to make it true and this is really the genius of the bitcoin community because they have managed to convince their followers that in order for us to create Uh, stability, we need more market cap. And in order for us to get more market cap, we need a higher price. And so we simultaneously have this entire community of people who are arguing against centralization. They are arguing for freedom. They are arguing for taking money out of the hands of people who are irresponsible and making poor decisions. And at the same time, those very same people are cheering on all kinds of scams, all kinds of behavior that in the regulated financial markets would be crimes these pump and dump schemes it's the tether and bitfinex schemes many of these people might actually end up in the long term going to prison or suffering for some some consequence from their behavior but in the short term it's causing the price to go up which is causing this entire community to cheer because the reality is they don't actually care about whether bitcoin is used as currency They don't actually care about whether Bitcoin is money. It's just a slogan. What they care about is an increasing price. So this entire ecosystem feels exceptionally hypocritical to me. We have people who want us to consider Bitcoin money, but nobody actually uses Bitcoin as money. People get way too excited when the price goes up, not when it's stable. They want us to believe in a decentralized world, but they are simultaneously cheering on market manipulation by whales. These gigantic uh, holders of Bitcoin who pump and dump regularly to manipulate the price. It feels like a Ponzi scheme. And I'm sure there are people who are engaging in this market, who are engaging in the development of this technology, who are not scammers and have no intention of scamming people out of their money. but. The reality is they have absorbed that culture into their ecosystem and the honest people have not disavowed that culture of gambling that culture of scamming that culture of short-term profit-taking because they benefit from it and until that culture is wiped out and bitcoin reboots around something other than price It's really hard for me to take the Bitcoin is money argument seriously. And that is episode number two, Bitcoin is money. Please join me at pointbike.com to continue the discussion. I am summarizing all of these episodes in a series of blog posts. Our next episode will be discussing whether Bitcoin is an investment. Please come back to find out.